Stand by for The Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, the Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for 100 years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Brownstein. How are you this lovely sunny morning? Sunny morning. Yeah. Don't mind the sun at all. No. And I understand last week's show set a record for uh, ratings. Again. <laughs> yeah, I think we went up from three to four listeners there. So it's number one in the time slot on <laughs> <Right>. ESPN <laughs> in Buffalo. Jeez. <laughs> oh, right now, it is Saturday, March 20th, 2021. It's 10.04 in the morning, and we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN, 15.20 a.m. out of Buffalo, New York at midnight, unless there's a sporting event. And I've been told there might be a sporting event tonight because of the March Madness. Maybe a basketball game will run late. And if it does, we will be on after the sporting event, whatever it is. Well, that would be great. You're going to stay up and check it out? No. I knew that. Also, the show is available every Saturday morning live streaming from 10 to 11 a.m. If you go to our website, saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Live Streaming, and you should be all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived. So if you miss a show, you want to replay a show, they're all there. If you go to the website, saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, click on Archives, and years of shows are there. And finally, last but not least, there's a free economic report every week by Stone and McCarthy. Yes. Um, it's an interesting read for those of us that like to uh, read about the Federal Reserve. goes back to what was happening in the 70s and Volcker and, you know, when inflation was 
just over the top. Though you remember, Peter, I remember, but you know, people that might be in their 30s or 40s that haven't studied it have no idea. But talks about how uh, they just went over the top and and you know put a squash on inflation and and after it hit. I don't know, 12, 13%. It was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, well, money markets were paying 18%. Yeah, Volcker was a hero in inflation, but he was the one who completely killed the banks. Put us, right, uh, and he put small us, banks. Yeah. Right, he put us in a recession. So yeah, I just think it's an interesting read, especially those people that are looking to maybe buy something that's interest sensitive and, you know, looking for yield and they see these attractive yields. You better be aware that uh, there could be some volatility here. So, well, no anyway, it's a good read. That. Yeah. So, you know, we do encourage you to go to the website, saperston.com, and you can get the free economic report every week. Also, you know, you might want to look around, see what we offer. And that's about my pitch. Wow. It, you don't, you don't do like call I, the office and we'll oh no no, none no. Of that. we're not like that Willard you know, doesn't like, like that, that. Willard Will, Will doesn't, doesn't, doesn't even mention check out to check out what we do but. keep it a secret don't right. tell anybody so right now phone lines are wide open 803-1520 toll free 800-879-7541 that's 803-1520 toll free 800-879-7541 lines are wide open as they always are right now or if for some reason you don't want to give us a call you can go to our chat box at saperston.com click on the dollar doctor tab this is chat and archives click on chat Click on join the chat and you're all set. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're thinking to do with it. And you said there's a couple on the chat box already? Yes. Okay. But I also want to mention that UB men's basketball, they lost by two points yesterday, unfortunately. But Bonnie's still in the hunt. Anyway. Yes, somebody is looking to buy EFC, NRZ, BNGO. Would like an idea on entry points. That's a heck for of a symbol. All. What is that? That's the longest symbol I've ever heard. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> EFC. Oh, you're funny. Boom, boom. NRZ. Yeah, EFC. Which one do you want to do first? EFC. Well, let's let's go slow because I can only remember a little at a and time. And plus, you don't have your glasses. So I don't have my glasses. See, and I don't have my extras. I know I'll find them in this bag eventually. So. Ellington Financial Limited Liability Company. Wonder how he came up with that one. Well, I'll give you one guess because he yields 7.2%. That's a good 7. guess. 7.4, yeah. Closed at uh, 1631. Okay. This is one that I think you got to be aware of with interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's looking to buy it, you said, right? Looking for entry points. Oh, entry points. And I would think that would mean a good well, the buy. Well, per- the perfect entry point was the breakout at 13 and a half. <laughs> so that's nice in hindsight. Uh, the 200-day is at 13.66, back a little ways. The 50-day mm-hmm. is at 15.77. So, you know, if this stayed above the 50-day, you know, you could buy it here. Okay. Right? 16.31 is a close. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, 13.50 is a 200-day, which ideally, if you're going to be a longer-term investor, and you might be, I guess, if you're looking at a dividend stock. Mm-hmm. You know, so the 200 days very important at 1366, and uh, you know the next potential resistance area, if it keeps going up, would be somewhere around 19. So, be um, nice. yeah, I mean, it, you know, it had a big run up, hasn't had 
a one and a half point correction for a while. And uh, like I say, it's up, it's up to you. In other words, the 50 day is pretty close, so you could buy some. And if it did drop to the 200 day, you could play it that way and say, uh, you know, somewhere around 14, I might want to buy more. Okay. But uh, no, no problem dipping your toes in the water if you don't mind, uh, you know, the risk to the 50 or the 200 day. Okay. What was the next one? NRZ. Right. That's new residential investment. It's an REIT. Closed at 11.05. It's got a 7.2 percent yield. Yeah, this is another interesting one. You know, broke out at nine and a half, closed at what'd you say? Eleven eleven oh five. Eleven oh five. potential well it's up you know, potential price target's pretty where around it is right now, where it is right now. It's at the downtrend line, so it's important that it, you know, gets above the downtrend line. So you'd like to see it get to oh, I'd say somewhere around eleven and a half, twelve. 200 day at 870, 50 day at 1006. So, you know, it's above the 50 day. I'd watch it a little carefully because you are in resistance. You are at the downtrend line. Uh, you know, as long as it stays above the 50, that'd be very, very strong, you know, around the 10 area. So I don't know if you want to wait for a little pullback to the 10 area. You know, that's like a one point risk is not that big and back to the 200 that's a little further 870 so you'd have to decide on there so uh, you might have a pullback you know to the 10 area it depends on you know as we always say you've done research into it we always say do your own research and how strong you feel about it but uh, it's a decent looking chart and what's the next one there uh, BNGO Biano Genomics Bingo. which yeah. I wish I bought this for a quarter in December it's now Nine dollars and three cents. It's a hot one in the trading rooms. Yeah, you know, know, it's been a I hot know. one of the traders. Man, let me take a look. I don't know. You know, on this one, it's it's in a nice solid downtrend. <laughs> you know, well, si <laughs> since it hit the high, you know, down. You know, it's funny. You know, a stock can be bullish based on the week, <clears throat> can mm -hmm. be bearish based on the month. You Got know, it. And it all sure. depends. Depends on the time frame. So. The high was 15.50, and it got all the way down to six. Right now, it rallied back to nine and a half. Uh, you know, 200 days sitting way back at three, and the 50 days at 9.85. So, uh, earnings are due the 23rd too. And the, oh, the earnings are due the 23rd. Yeah. So you better watch that yeah. very carefully. You know. Depends on whether you want to take a chance. You've done some research into it, and are so absolutely convinced the earnings are going to be great. Uh, but, you know, it can be a little difficult buying, buying ahead of earnings. And, of course, if you don't and you wait for earnings and they are great and you say, oh, I should have gotten in. So it depends on whether you want to buy a little of it and then see what happens. But uh, I don't know. This, this is a tough one. I certainly want to see it above the 50-day, you know. And the 50-day is 9.85. So if it went back above 9.85, I might buy some at that point. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not overly thrilled at the moment. Oh, all right. Very good. But all of a sudden, you know, if those traders get on it, they can get the thing going. I take a look at the short position, uh, how many shares are in, in the float, because that's the big thing these days. The stocks they go after are either ones with big short positions. Short or, ratio is 0 0.23. So there's no shorts, right? Well, it says short floats 14.3. Oh, really? Yeah. 
short float is 14.3%. Yeah. Must trade a heck of a lot of shares. Short ratio. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the average volume, you know, the shorts. That's amazing. So it does have 14% short float, which is one that these people, you know, at Reddit and Wall Street Bull, you know, like to, to run up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many shares are outstanding. Do they have any? 271.83 That's million. What's the float? Does it say what the float is? 151.94 million. Yeah. But yeah. I see they go after a lot of these stocks that have like 4 million shares in, right, right, in right, the float. Right. You know, they then can really move them. very right? volatile. Yeah. Sure. So, okay. So we done? Done for that. We have one more. Okay. Meanwhile, if you do want to give us a call. Please. Here, and you're not out mowing your lawn today. We go 803-1520. <laughs> Or toll free eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. There's really. always one person, you know. <laughs> I could see people out with the blowers. Did you? Right, yeah. Well. Or the Thatchers that were there raking the lawn. But I just, I always have to let it wait. I just yeah. definitely. I wait. So what's the next one on the chat box? Art, our friend in New Jersey. And you can go to the chat box if you go to saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Click on Join the Chat. Type in a question. Type in a symbol. Type in a symbol. Let us know what you're looking to do with it. We're going to go to Art now. He's uh, looking to bottom fish. So the first one he's looking at is BlackBerry, BB. Closed at $10.95. Yeah, it's been an interesting one in terms of trading. You know, it's been more of a trading stock recently. Um, well, I, I mean, if you're interested, you know, like the 200 days, what, at 697 The 50 days at 1175 I don't like it under the 50-day, uh, but... You know, sometimes some of your better buys can be between the 50 and the 200, you know. Mm-hmm. So so the, so the risk really longer term is down the 7. The But it should have good support somewhere in the 9 area. And it closed at, what, 1095? Is that yes, it? sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this one might not, you know, it, it, it's not terribly bullish, although it recently had a buy signal. And if you want to take the uh, profit objective for what it's worth, it says 20, which would be nice. So it might be an interesting bottom fishing play in here. Yeah, a lot and, of downgrades uh, uh, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, the risk is, uh, you know, under 9. It could go down to the 200-day at 7. But uh, other than that, you know, it came off that nine area pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it looks interesting as a possible bottom fish. Okay. So, so, you know, look into it. As you said, there's a lot of downgrades. I don't know what's going on there. Next one is uh, SNDL, which well, I think is Sundial something, I guess right? I have to. Sun, Sundial Growers closed at $1.49. I have to give a uh, disclaimer. I own an option on that. All right. So obviously. Sundial Growers, Cannabis. Obviously. Uh, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I'm certainly hoping it's going up, obviously, if I've got an option. I would short it in here. Uh, the only disappointment, they just came out with their earnings, you know, and I have a friend who's in it, too, and he, you know, he was, a, he's, he was happy about the earnings. I said, yeah, but if you read it, they admitted they haven't been executing very well, and they, they, were, they were busy solving their problems, you know, mm-hmm. and they think they've got it turned around. It's got a heck of a lot of shares outstanding. It, obviously, since I've got an option on it, you know, this, this is an interesting speculation. Um, you know, a lot so, of short. 
Oh, yeah. 41% yeah, short. Yeah, big lot of shorts on it. So if they ever get the thing running, uh, they were talking about this, I don't know, maybe a month ago in, in the rooms they were going to run this, but uh, I forgot what happened. I don't know if they did an offering. They did something, you know, which knocked the stock down. I don't know if you see any recent news. On when? Oh, oh, okay. Would have been recently in the last month or so, but. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I think the support for it's right around the uh, dollar area. It, it, it's, a, it's a pure speculation, but. Yeah, and you should read. There's a Motley, Fu Fu uh, Motley Fuel. Motley <laughs> Fuel, easy for me to say, article on the 20th of March that just says, this is the absolute worst marijuana stock money can buy. <laughs> so you may want to, you got you yeah. to read it. Yeah, yeah, look into it. But, you know, if, if cannabis picks up, cannabis had a big run. And it has been pulling back. Uh, but, you know, like I say, this is a pure speculation, believe me. You know, it's uh, one of the poorer performing cannabis stocks, to say the least. Right. The other one he wants to talk about is Dogecoin, I guess, but I have no idea. I have no idea either. It, so. you know, okay. You know, the Dogecoin, I don't know much about. Crypto, I really don't understand it. You know, and you have to do a lot of uh, research into it, you know, if you want to try to understand it which is very, very difficult, to say the least. But, you know, the Dogecoin started out as a joke, from what I understand. And then the biggest jokes during the planet, Elon Musk, mm -hmm. decided to push it, <laughs> and it went berserk, you know. And uh, so I don't know what to tell you, really. I mean, I mean it's, just, it's just a gamble, you know, when it really comes down to it. And uh, there's other people much more... Uh, informed on crypto or at least they think they are and uh, so but i w wanted to check one thing out crypto cryptopedia i think yeah and if you want to learn all about it and get educated there's one good site called cryptopedia Actually, it's for some reason it's at Gemini.com, you know, G-E-M-I-N-I.com, which is a crypto coin exchange where you can buy and sell crypto. And mm -hmm. apparently, they have something called uh, Cryptopedia, <laughs> and supposedly is a uh, interesting resource, you know, to learn all about it. So if you want to try to learn all about it, try that out. Okay. Right now, we're going to go to, looks like Phil, is that right? Yeah, Phil in Youngstown. Phil in Youngstown. Good morning. You need a bigger yeah, screen. Good morning. Beautiful day. It is beautiful. It is. How are you? And I can call because I just finished cutting my grass. There you <laughs> oh, go. I'm glad to hear There's that. always one out there. <laughs> See, we, we knew we'd find that one person. <laughs> uh, just got into a, a local stack, U6, symbol V-U-Z-I. Is that local? Out of Rochester, I believe. Really? It's been hot as anything. And it's very painful because I used to own that somewhere around five bucks years ago. Close at twenty eight. Like under a dollar way back when? Way back when. In in my previous lifetime, I think it was, but because <laughs> I try to forget it. <laughs> and you know, it was being touted and touted and just never seemed to get any traction or you know, accomplish much. So now it's sold it. Now it's one of the hottest things going, and uh, let me let me pull up the chart. But I do get a newsletter where uh, 
and the guy's pretty good. And he, he went through it and he recommended it. And the reason he recommended it is that he thinks it's a takeover candidate. It's right. AI, right? Uh, it's virtual reality Augmented with glasses. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart glasses. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, what was I going to say? See, now I'm, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so. The newsletter. You got a newsletter. Yeah, yeah so. Takeover. You know, awesome. The story is, you know, you take it for what it's worth that. He felt, and other people feel, that if it got taken over, it could be at $50 a share. Deal. Yeah. And uh, he said, I forgot who he told me who he thought. Was it Amazon? It would be a good buy for Amazon or something? Yeah. But anyway, so that's the story on how it's being you know, touted more or less right now. Now, let me look at the chart. Because naturally, when the name came up, it you know, gave me a stomach ache, but... <laughs> Add it to the list. Yeah, I, my, I can give you a long list. But right now, you know, on, on the price chart, you know, the potential objective is 37 and a half, which wouldn't be bad. And it cl oh, closed at 28. That's really even more painful. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's an all-time I mean, high. Yeah, it's, oh, it. yeah, I mean, this has been it wild. It is an all-time high, yeah. But, you know, the 200 days, way back at 7, the 50 days, way back at 15 and uh, you know ideally I would like to see it stay somewhat above say 24 you know 23 24 I might have reevaluated a little bit at that point but it's, a, it's an interesting stock do you I own mean, it Phil or are you just looking at it yes oh, nice. I bought it the other day before the big spike good 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 job because, uh, like you mentioned, uh, uh, a few people recommended it, and uh, yeah, I knew nothing about it. But I said, if they're telling me, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, is there any shorts in this thing? Did you check? Uh, it? I did. Or yeah, it's fifteen percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty decent short interest in it. Yes. Not yeah. a lot of shares outstanding. Under share? forty million. And what's the, the float? floats thirty-eight. Yeah, so it's a low float. You know, th this is the hot area for these people that are the, the day traders and. Whatever. So it's low float, pretty decent short interest, uh, and people talking about it being taken over. So I'd stay there right now. Very good. Uh, I have a second one. Gevo mm -hmm. Inc. G E V O. So it's a Gevo, right? Yeah. Gevo. G is up in George. Yeah. What's it, electric vehicles or something? No, it's they make alternative fuel. Okay, especially chemicals. Close at $10 and one cent. I forgot what they make it out of, but uh, I know it, it has been tested in, in airplanes, you know, and, uh, you know for, for jet fuel. Oh. And uh, interesting speculation again, you know, no question about it. And this is another one, you know, that was way up at, what, 15 and a half, came all the way down to six recently. And would give a buy signal at ten and a half, hmm. and support should be around. Uh, so I reevaluated at eight, and if it goes to ten and a half, you get a new buy signal. Yeah, there's no um, uh, analyst following this. The last was in September of eighteen. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's not much going on with it recently. It sounds not like. not recently, you know. And once again, uh, you know, this thing was a what fifty cent stock or something 
last year? Forty-six cents. Forty-six cent. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, do you own that one? You said. No, I'm. Uh, you know, I have some dry powder. So. <laughs> <laughs> dry powder. Whoever says that. I don't yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's I. I I think I'll wait for Biden to see what uh, green uh, plan he has and how much they're going to spend if that goes through. Yeah, well, yes, I mean, you've already looked into some of that. And like I say, you know, you would get a buy signal at 10 and a half and you'd reevaluate it at 8, so. Okay, and do you have time for one more? Uh, yeah, we yes. can do one more. Uh, Pinterest, P-I-N-S, pins. Uh, yeah. Everybody hated it, then everybody loved it. Close at seventy three ninety one. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It came out as an IPO not long ago. Well, you know, you know, after being trounced when everybody loved it, you know, when it got up to eighty nine, it came all the way down to sixty one. And it's giving you know, it's in an uptrend since that sixty one. And making higher highs and higher lows, which is positive. And um, so right now, your potential price objective, take it for what it's worth, based on the charting method, is 87. And let's see, the 200 days at 51, the 50 days at 75. Uh, so obviously, you want to see it get back, back above the 50-day, you know, at 75. And, uh, you know, so it looks okay at the moment. You know, it seems to be recovering nicely. And, uh, yeah. It might be on its way to take off again. Possibility. So you said definitely, like yeah, yeah, you definitely, you became a chartist? No, I no, have no, no. idea. <laughs> I'm just saying what <laughs> it looks like. Okay, but anyway, you know, if it goes above 75, that would be a good sign. All right, what, well, what are your feelings like? I bought this in a teens. Jealous. Really? That's the feeling we have, jealous. And, and you took a little off at 89, right? No, I did not. I didn't pull, <laughs> I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, uh, so I hard. Was thinking about it, then what are your feelings about something like that? Uh, you know, selling when you think it's uh, high. Well, there's, no, there's a lot of ways. To, in, yeah, it's down it, to what, 60, 63, I think, uh, yeah. after it, it hit the new high. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Twice it did that. Like, like for example, if, effort, say you ahead. sold all of it, right? Nothing wrong with, you know, when it got down to 60, buy it again. You know, as long as you have checked everything out, you don't think there's anything changed substantially. You know, I've always had a tendency over the years, you forget about it. You get out of it and you don't pay any attention to it anymore, right? Especially if it goes up. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting back in, you know. Or sell a portion. And, yeah, you, you and, could you could scale out. You, got you know, such you a could big sell. profit, and we don't know how, what percentage of your portfolio. If it's small, large, you know, so it's a little bit difficult. But but, but you know, if you yeah. had something go from what you say fifteen, they got in the eighties or something, taking a quarter off, taking a half off. Yeah. And we always say if you took a half off, you're home free, right? Sure. You can't be right. a loser that at that funny. point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you. You're quite welcome. Thanks for your call. Thanks for calling, Phil. Go back to fixing your lawn up. <laughs> Take care. Okay, we're going to go next to Jack and Lockport. Good morning. Morning, guys. Hi, Jack. You're not cutting your lawn, are you? Well, actually, uh, I'm going to go out and do a little rake and get up the debris. There you go. See, okay. there you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay. So, 
I uh, wasn't planning on calling this morning, but I thought maybe I could add a little info to the chat box uh, person who asked about NRZ, New Residential. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, I've had it for quite a while. Paid a real nice dividend. Uh, I'm in the hole quite a bit because, uh, well, after last year, the COVID, every, so many of the uh, REITs went down, and this went down too. It was paying a dividend of 50 cents a uh, quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, after everything was hit, it went down to a nickel, then went up to a dime, and now it's at 20 cents. And mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling they're going to go up, maybe eventually back up to 50 cents. So I think it's going to grow, of course, as the dividends grow. So just something for the uh, the person to consider that uh, it was paying a nice dividend. I think when it gets back on the feet and everything else gets going, that uh, uh, the, the dividend's going to go up, and that'll that'll take the stock up also. Okay, yeah, and you know, thank you very much for that. And it is certainly encouraging that it's steadily starting to increase its dividend. Yeah, so like I said, it went down. <laughs> It went down, oh, like they had 50 cents to a nickel. And boy, yeah. I tell you, it sure got hit. But uh, it's been going up. And uh, yeah. so I, I see potential for, uh, you know, some good growth. No, that's good. I appreciate that okay, very well, much. You're welcome. Okay. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Take Bye. care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now, phone lines are wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll free, 800-879-7541. Or if you don't want to give us a call, but you have a question or a stock you're interested in, go to our chat box at sapperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Click on Join the Chat. You can type in a question, type in a symbol, and if you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Right now, while we're waiting for either the phone lines or the chat box, we will take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctor shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. Give us a call. Phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. We're going to go to Vic. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Okay, how are you? I'm good. Doing very well, thank you. Uh, take a look at your UPS. I like UPS in here. Well, certainly FedEx had great news, I'll tell you that. This this chart on UPS, mm-hmm. multi-year base, tremendous breakout, now it's basing again. So if you sit your classic uh, IBD, base on base, you could either you know, sell it. I was personally going to sell the underside foot, but... You could draw your draw your lines on and looking for another breakout out of this thing. What would be your uh, 
a five point if you would do the uh, if you wanted to go long on it, where would you put it? Well, if you had to wait for the breakout again, okay, mm-hmm. it would be at one seventy. Right, right. Okay. Close at one fifty nine twenty nine. Mm-hmm. But, and but, the low I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was looking at a put uh, just a point below the and I'm in my car, but I was looking at it last night. A point below the uh, the low of this recent base of a few months. Yeah, I mean, uh, it had tremendous support around 156 or so. Right, right. Yep, and th- and that's been holding for a long time. Yeah, the beauty of this one is though, you know, with the it, you know, it's it's the stock I would I would love to own long term. And number two, you could roll this thing forever if you wanted to if you didn't want to take it on a on if you know if it was put to you put to you, you right yeah roll it, roll it roll it and the premium on i was looking at it last night going out two three weeks is actually pretty good at that number mm. yeah, yeah looks like you have a good candidate to say the least all right guys just curious what you thought of it yeah i agree with you it's, it looks very interesting for the put strategy thanks for your input i appreciate it okay right. thanks have for calling have a good weekend there Hey, right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. We're going to go now to the chat box. Somebody's uh, looking to buy Corning, GLW, close mm. at 4128 This yeah. was a stock that had been dead in the water for so long. Yeah, we had one call. He always kept calling, kept calling, and I said, oh, this looks good and looks great again. Boy. Yeah, very nice. Matter of fact, they had some kind of article in Barron's. Uh, I don't know if it was the space article. That it, by the way, they had, the cover story is a great article on all the companies involved in space or peripherally. Yeah, is that the word, peripherally? Yeah, on the outside. Yeah. On the outside, you know, like uh, people who are uh, putting up satellites and communications and so forth and so on. Great article. Uh, we'll learn a lot of things about what's going on in the space area, you know. And uh, so anyway, I, I think... Way down, they mentioned Corning as having been ahead of the stream and everybody, you know, with uh, the materials and so forth and so on. You know? Yeah. So it's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, the chart looks beautiful, and he's looking to get in, huh? Wants to know where to buy it, Pete. Well, the 200 days back at 33, if you want to wait for that. <laughs> the 50 days at 38. And, uh, you know, looking at it, if it came back somewhere near 38, if you're looking for a pullback, but I would, you know, I, I, I personally would say maybe you, if you've looked into into the company, you're familiar with it, you've read, and they're doing a lot of great things. There's no question about it. Uh, so you could buy a little, and if you're trying to buy a pullback to the 38 area, you know, it's only three points down below. Right, right. So, uh, you know, you could buy a little now, and if you want to wait for the 38, or if you feel very comfortable with it. I mean, this is a major, major, major new high for the stock, so it looks very bullish. Yeah, space is uh, very interesting. In the 80s, when I was with another company, Mm -hmm. Shearson Lehman Brothers, uh, we did private placements, and one was a company called Orbital Research Partners. Oh, okay. Which was the first space trucking company. I actually have pictures in the office of me standing by this huge rocket. (laughs) We went to Denver to to Martin Marietta, which made the rocket, but it was a very interesting uh, company and very bright young man at the time that— uh, ran the company, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, 
yeah. spaces out there. As and it's say. interesting, you know, besides the smaller companies, and I forgot which was the one, but they said that one company, you know, the bigger companies obviously are involved. And, yeah. And, and I can't remember who it was, but uh, whichever one it was, they're very involved. You know, and they actually own, uh, I guess, one of the people that launch the rockets called UAL. You know, okay. And they, they own an interest in that. Yeah. Wish I could remember the name of the company, but I can't. Oh, it's all right. That's all right. There's no I, test here. I, you know, I was reading This it. is no judgment zone, Pete. Yeah, well, you know, Peter, I, I, was, no I, I was reading it at 4 in the morning, so I can't remember. There you go. All right. Okay, right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or you can go to the chat box at saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Click on Join the Chat. And you can ask a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. We do have a couple from Okay, there. let's let's roll. All right. Burger Fi International. Uh, BFI is a symbol, 1555 on the close. Person's looking to buy. It's got a couple others, too. Look okay. at that chart. <laughs> Holy cow. What? What? Look at it. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. A lot of stuff there. BFI. I, burger fi. What do they do? Burgers? They probably don't. No. <laughs> it's a finance sector. I wonder why they're called burger fi. Maybe that's the name of the guy who owns the company. Uh, must be a dividend play or something, I guess. What's no div- dividend. No dividend, really. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's going on. I hope he's done his research. Oh, no, they own restaurants. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Makes more sense. You yeah, know. I don't know where you got financials. Well, it says financial. Burger fi. Do they finance ver- restaurants? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> it's a newer company, Pete. Yeah, I mean, it's going no place in particular for a long time, so I, I don't know. You know, it, it's basically been in the trading range uh, since, oh, say, 2000. Oh, this is a SPAC, Pete. Oh, really? Okay, so in December of 2020, they went public. But if we look back, on the chart, it had been trading. This is interesting because I don't understand the SPACs. I can put them with the Dogecoin and the Bitcoin. Well, and it's else. not quite a Dogecoin, but yeah. no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying right. yeah, you don't that understand. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. But did they acquire anybody? Oh, they went public. They went public as a SPAC. They're they're bringing a half a dozen additional locations to the Middle East. It says. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, I hope he's done his research into this and what, what's so exciting about it. Because I see that, you know, in 2000, looks like 18. Martha Stewart's on their board. Well, that's it. That'll do it? Or is That'll that, do, that, that does it. I <laughs> know. No. But in 2018, okay, it went from 10 to 20 almost, right? Came but all that's up, a SPAC, Pete. Yeah, but came all the way back to 11. So I don't know whether, see, when it... It was a company to begin with, okay? And then it acquires somebody, and it becomes usually a new name at that point, okay? Yeah, that's how it works. But So a- anyway, it's, it's basically in this big, big trading range, and we could say between 10 and eh, 19 possibility. Recently, the trading range is kind of contracted between uh, 10 and a half and, say, 17 and a half. But if it gives a move to 16 and a half, would be a potential nice buy signal. And uh, 
Yeah, so, you know, if you're interested and you might, might want to wait, where to close that anyway? 1555. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I mean if, if you really have a strong reason to buy it, you could say, well, I'll take a stake assuming it's going to break out. I mean, the support now for the stock say somewhere between 13 and 14, so not too much far below it. Uh, 200 days at what? 13, it looks like. Yeah, 13. 50 days at 14. So you should have all good support around 13, 14 for it. And, uh, you know, if, if it does give the new buy signal at uh, 16 and a half, next target would be 17 and a half, then possibly back to the 20 area. And could even be more than that, you know, at that point. So it look, looks very interesting. So uh, we ought to take a look ourselves and see what the heck this is all okay. about. But, uh, Looks interesting, but use those parameters I was just mentioning. Got a couple more in the chat for the same person. You want to do that? Or yeah, we'll do. We'll do yeah, what else? We'll do one more of his. Uh, CIX more. closed at fourteen seventy-seven. It's another similar-looking chart that's all over. Compaq's International Security and Protection Services. It looks very. It much sounds like same. it's in the right place. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's looking at these for some reason. Okay. It's been going sideways forever and ever and ever, uh, at least since 2017. And it's in a big trading range between, oh, say, 12 and a half and 17 and a half. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on the 200 days at 14, the 50 days at 14, it's above both of those. So it's potentially interesting. It's going sideways, uh, you know, depending on how strong you feel about this, uh, you know. Maybe someday it'll break out. Yeah, it's tried several yeah. times. So. Okay, right now we'll go to Simon in Lewiston. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. We mm -hmm. hear you. We hear you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm a uh, investor in uh, oil and chemicals. Mm -hmm. I've been buying it for the last five years. Anywhere mm -hmm. uh, from 10 to 12, as high as maybe 15, and, and at that point I stopped, and right now, if you've been watching uh, the ride on this, Olin, mm -hmm. uh, I believe it hit like 40, and then it pulled back a little bit, mm -hmm. it closed, I believe, Friday at 39 and change. Mm -hmm. 39.81, yep. yeah, hit 42.27 yep. was its high, yeah. 42, okay. What a ride, huh? Nice. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the trend going back 10 years or thereabouts, it cycles, mm -hmm. okay? It cycles up into the 30s, and then it, for whatever reason, I mean, if you follow it, it drops back down into the $10, 15 range. Mm -hmm. And then if you if you get the, the, the patience and just write it out, it goes back up. It keeps on cycling. Now it pays it, uh, an 80 uh, cent per share dividend. And if you catch it at the low, 10, 12, I mean, you're looking at anywhere from 3 to 4.5% return on your money. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't get that today nowhere. Mm -hmm. Very true. And, and uh, I've been buying it, like I said, for the last five, six years and letting my dividends, you know, reinvest because I have it in a uh, <clears throat> rollover IRA and a Roth, and I also have it in a, 
a taxable account. Mm-hmm. Did you work for them? What your take is, Megan? Did, did you work, work for them? For them? Or did you work for them? No. Oh, okay. okay. Just curious. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But the fact that I live in Lewiston and I know about Olin, right? And they bought out the Dupont plant that's here in the Falls, mm-hmm. right? You know, I kind of like I'm a long-term investor. I'm Obviously. not a gambler. Yeah. No, that's great. And they, I, you know, I I I rode stocks down after I bought them, and then rode them back up, and then at that point, that's you know, now, make a decision. Now, Simon, like you need going. to. You need to pick the point to sell those positions, especially in the retirement accounts, and wait for it to go back to ten. But uh, yeah, well, <laughs> right. I don't know. If that's right, right. Happen this time around. Right, of course, right. If, yeah. If well, you know. reading, they have bought now quite a number of uh, other outfits, especially from Dupont, mm-hmm. and they have a contract with Dupont, and. Uh, the way I see it, I think this is a fifty dollars stock in my mind down the road here. And then what do you do? And what do you do if it gets to fifty? Well, then I probably sell. Normally, what I do is I sell half my position, very all good, the money back, very good, and I just let the rest of it ride. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did that with Occidental Chemical or Occidental Petroleum way back in eighty something. I was buying at eight and ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wrote it up to a hundred. At that point, I sold my position, got my money back. Everything that I still got it, everything that's in there is just riding and it's free. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I kind of like take my original investment back, find someplace else for it. Mm-hmm. And if I still have um, the wherewithal on that particular stock, I'll just let it ride. Okay. Well, at I mean, that time it was pay- at that time, Occidental itself was paying a hell of a a return compared to yeah, I mean, know, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would definitely still be a holder only because this area is a very strong area right now, especially with a recovery in the economy. Yeah, with a recovering economy, so yeah. I, I think you're not far fetched to, to it could get to fifty. Well, that's I was just wondering what you're taking on it. Right, if you'd like it. a higher number, Peter would tell you higher right. too. <laughs> no, you but, yeah, but, but no, but, no, but, but it, it's it, got it, the it, momentum. It's in the right area right now. Yep. So stick mm-hmm. with it for now. Right. So, like I say, I'm I'm gonna have to watch it much more. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Definitely. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm probably gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna sell up my original position and then let the rest of it ride. Very good. But I just want to make one thing bring it to your attention. I started investing. I'm 80 years old. I started investing when I was 20. And, I, and back then, we used to go to Good Bodies and, <laughs> and a few other the brokerage houses here. And I remember right. when I first got started at that. In order to, to buy and sell, I had to do a, a point to buy, which was in, in the ball game or around, not a, well, depending on the stock. Uh, it cost me fifty dollars, sixty dollars just to buy, and another fifty, sixty to sell. So right. I had to get at least two points, depending on how many shares I had, sure. just to break even. And today, <laughs> you know, you got free trade all over the place. No wonder everybody's trading like crazy. <laughs> right, but it, nothing. There's no free lunches, but you, you end up paying for it some way, shape, or form. But no, you're right. You're right, and I, we remember those days too. <laughs> I can, you know, Pete remembers a lot more of them than I do because so, he's thank uh, you. All right. a couple of years older. <laughs> okay. but, uh, but thank you for no, calling. That's a good story. 
I don't want to hold you up anymore. I'm sure no, you that's okay. Call, very interesting. Can... Appreciate the call. Yeah, call and, back. Uh, congratulations. Okay, well, I'll keep in touch now that I got your phone number here. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I know you're on, you know, Saturdays all the time live. So right. Yeah. Appreciate maybe, it. Uh, I get something else in my head. I'll give you a call. Okay. okay. We Thank appreciate you. it. Great. Stay healthy. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Simon. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. And we're going to go next to Marty in West Seneca. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Okay. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I have a quick question for you. Not a stock. Uh, I deferred my RMD to this year because of the COVID last year. So between me and my wife, I got to take out like uh, somewhere around 30, 40 grand this year. Mm-hmm. What do most guys do with that if they don't really need the money right away? I, I'm just trying to do my homework so when the time comes in December when I got to take it out, I sort of have a little game plan. So I'm just trying to get a little advice. Well... I guess it would depend, you know, you know what your needs might be. It's a little difficult question, but you know, okay. I, I have a number of clients that just automatically put it into a, a managed account and and you know invested in the market. And, you know, right, right. You know, fifty percent in the market. Uh-huh. Some people, you know, have uh, plans or gifting right. things they could do. Pete, yeah, yeah. And it's what some people, I mean, if you don't really need the money and. I've seen some people, if you have a taxable, an additional taxable account, joint individual, oh. they, they move okay. it in kind, all right? So you could move some stocks for, the, for your RMD oh. into, another, not, uh, into a, uh, another taxable account. Well, I, I, I don't know if this I was thinking of buying some ETFs, you know, that had been paying a pretty good price, and I, I'm trying to protect some of the money for the grandkids, you know? Right. So... Uh, yeah, so so what you what you could do if you have another like I say another account that's taxable, you could buy the ETFs in your uh, non-taxable account and move it over to your you know yeah. And depending on the grandkids, how old they are, there's some nice uh, educational plans out there that could give you a bit of a New York State tax deduction too. You want to talk to oh, okay. a planner with that? Well, yeah, that's why I called you because I'm really not sure what to do with this. I'm just trying to get a little uh, do a little homework before the time comes that I got to take it out. You know, right? You okay. want to do? Well, uh, you want to look at all your options that yep. are available? Yep. Okay, I'm going to do that and. Can you just check one stock for me if I got if I got him LAC? LAC? Yeah. LAC. Lithium. Well, that's the hot area. Fifteen ninety seven on the close. Yeah. I think I bought it at like fifteen and I I just threw a few bucks at it. Just uh what's that chart look like to you? Well, not particularly thrilling. <laughs> That's my luck. Well, I mean, it's it's a hot area right now. I mean, you're yeah. above the 200 date. It's at 11. Okay. Yeah, 2875 was a high. Yeah. So a long term investor would, you know, uh, hold as long as it's above 11, say. Okay. okay. And uh, right. but sometimes, you know, when when you're playing lithium. Rather than trying to guess which is the hot company, you buy the ETF. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the great. That's what I've been doing uh, with some utility stocks. I converted them over to ETF. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your help, and uh, I just wanted to get a little start about where I should start doing my homework. Good idea. Okay. Uh, great early. idea. Thanks for calling. Right, guys, have, a good, have a good weekend. You, you too. too. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay. Uh, what are we, where are we? We're down. We got to, a couple in the chat right, box. I'll try to the chat box real quick. Then. Okay. Uh, VTRS. VTRS. Uh-huh. We got one more after. Which is that. what? Vi- Viatris Incorporated. Okay, if you say so. It's a bottom fisher. 
right? You know, and it's been in a trading range between 13 and, say, 18, 18 and a half. You're at the bottom. So if you've done your research, you have a strong reason to be in it, uh, you know, you, you could buy it. And uh, if it dropped to, say, 12 and a half, you'd reevaluate. Okay. One last one is Lynn, L-I-N, 269.12 on the close. 269.12. Lynn, Lind, like Lind PLC, huh? No, that one looks good. Lindy. Lindy yeah. Chemical, it used to be. Is that another word. chemical one? It yeah, is? it's a British company. Oh, okay. I mean, once again, right area to be in. Just gave a buy signal, would make a new high at 276, closed at 269. You'd reevaluate it at 240. And uh, for what it's worth, the bullish price objective based on the charting method is 320. So you have nice. a choice. You could buy a little, you could buy a total position. You have to decide based on those parameters. All right. Very good. Like you say, it's in a good place to be. Good place to be. And we always say, you know, pay attention to the sector. You know, and then you drill down. You know, you look at what the strong sectors are, you drill down. Or you kind of play it more conservatively and you buy an ETF in the sector. Oh, good idea. And you don't pick, you know, you end up, oh, I had a great idea. I'm going to buy li uh, lithium or whatever it is, right? And you pick the wrong company or something, you know. Or they're in a foreign country and the foreign country takes over their property or whatever, which a lot of them are, you know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are in Argentina whatever, you know, so... That way you play it a bit safer, you know, with, with the ETF in, in the sectors that are very strong. So last week was a down week in the market. We'll see what next week brings. Uh, remember that this is end of quarter, so it'll window be window dressing. dressing. Right. So they'll be maneuvering back and forth, you know, uh, taking profits. And somebody mentioned, too, that there may be what may help the bond market is that a lot of the big pension funds and uh, certain big institutions, they they keep a certain they do their rebalancing between bonds and stocks, mm -hmm. right? And obviously, because bonds haven't been doing well, and stocks have, they'll start selling some of their stocks and buying bonds, which will tend theoretically to support the bond market. Right. For I I think the move in the bond market. I've told you this. I've said it here before. It's speculation. Speculation. Everything's speculation. No, no, no. I'm telling you, there's a there's a uh, plan out there to do it that way, to make money in shorting bonds and things like that. It's just that we have not been, like the Japanese, uh, who haven't had inflation since the 80s, you know, they've tried to get it. We're going to try and get some inflation, but well, I don't think we're going to be able to. It's interesting that they said, you know, one of the titles of an article in Barron's is, uh, the bond vigilantes are back. Haven't been around since what the 1980s or whatever. You well, know, later than that. But yeah, yeah. Whatever, no, no. Right, but yeah. there were there were issues, and it's going to be interesting for those of us that do this for a living and historically to see how we come out of this. Exactly. I, so. I don't think it's going to be rip roaring inflation, Peter. It's just the economy is, <clears throat> you know, it's too easy to go and and order something and then have it made and delivered in three weeks as opposed to you know, when you wanted to buy a couch if they didn't have it. In stock, it took you months to get it, and they would over-inventory and blah, blah, blah. We don't have those real issues now, so. So you're not betting on inflation? That's correct. Okay. Today. All right. Just today, Saturday, by the 20th Mon of By March. Monday, you may be. I could change my mind. Right. I'm subject to change. Okay, so 
Right now, as we always say, keep a little powder dry for the opportunities in the volatile market. Creates opportunities every single day. Make sure you do your own research. You know, and uh, you know, keep have, some powder dry, right? Keep, yeah, and, and keep some powder dry and have a plan. You know, no question about it. It's like uh, Marty. Was it Marty that called? Who, who had the, the, the Olin stock? Who was the guy that called about Olin? Well, whoever did. Simon. He, Simon. He's got a plan. That's right. Have a plan. Till next week, take care. Happy Saturday. You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB. Don't be left out in the cold. 